Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1813, The Real Value of Money, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I'm featuring a more rare author for this show. Mark is usually narrated over on Optimal Living Daily. So if you like his style, you can check out that show. But this one happened to be a good fit for OFD. So with that, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. The Real Value of Money by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. One summer afternoon, a group of recent college graduates decided to visit their favorite professor at his home. The grads had been out of school for about a year, and they were each making their foray into the quote-unquote real world and dealing with all of the frustrations and confusion that comes with it. Over the course of the afternoon, the grads complained to their professor about how difficult life was after school. They complained about the long hours, the demanding bosses, the competitive job market, and how all anybody seemed to talk about or care about was money, money, money. After a while, the professor got up and made some coffee. He got out six cups, one for each student. Three of them were cheap disposable cups, and the other three were made of his nicest porcelain. He then invited everyone to get up and help themselves. Within seconds, the bargaining had already begun. Wait, why do you get that cup? No, let me have it. I drove here. No way. I got here first. Go get your own. The students laughed and gently chided each other over who got to drink what out of what. A silent competition among friends. When the kids finally sat back down, the professor smiled and said, you see, this is your problem. You're all arguing over who gets to drink out of the nice cups when all you really wanted was the coffee. Money is a touchy subject. That's because most of us, to a certain degree, associate a lot of our self-worth and identity with our job and how much money we make. It is, quite literally, a market valuation of our skills and competence as a person. And therefore, we get a little bit testy and scooch around uncomfortably in our chairs whenever money is brought up. But money is merely an arbitrary store of value. It's not value itself. There are many stores of value in life. Time is a form of value. Knowledge is a form of value. Happiness and other positive emotions are a form of value. Money is often just the vehicle of interchanging these various forms of value with one another. Money is not the cause of wealth in one's life. It's the effect. Similarly, when people assume that money is the cause of their problems, they're actually mistaken. 
money is usually the most noticeable effect of their problems. Money is fluid. Its value only becomes realized when it's put into motion. Therefore, money is a reflection of the owner's values and intentions. Most people mistake being rich for owning lots of stuff or achieving some sort of fame or status. I could max out my credit card buying VIP tables in Vegas all weekend and take selfies with Ivanka Trump, but that doesn't make me rich. On the contrary, it'd make me kind of a There's that old saying from Fight Club, the things you own end up owning you. Materialism, by and large, is a psychological trap. No matter how much you own, how much you buy, how much you earn, the disease of more never goes away. Meanwhile, you're working longer hours, taking bigger risks, foregoing more and more parts of your life. Money is inherently neutral. It's merely a vessel for the exchange of experience between two people. You make your money by creating experiences for others. You then give your money to others to receive experiences in return. Even when you buy some material good like a sports car or a diamond necklace, you're not just buying the physical goods. You're buying the experience of driving that car or wearing that necklace. You're buying the experience of power, speed, or social status that's associated with it. You're buying that ornament to your identity, that knowledge of what owning and using it feels like and whether it makes you happy or not. Arguably, most of the value of any purchase is not monetary. When you buy food, you are, in a sense, buying away the experience of hunger. You're buying your own temporary health and happiness. When you buy a trip with your family, you're buying the opportunity to experience something together and strengthen your relationships with one another. When you buy a new suit for work, you aren't just buying the fabric or the brand. You're buying the social signals that you invest in yourself and that you take yourself seriously and can be relied upon by others. It's not about the stuff. The stuff is merely there to shuttle you into some form of experience. Everything you spend money on is simply experience. Because money is an exchange of experiences, money often results in experience cycles. We give up one negative experience to earn money that then purchases the opposite positive experience. Once the money runs out, we're forced back to the negative experience and the cycle starts again. Stress cycles. Some people earn money through a great deal of stress. They work in a high pressure job or in a role where they are constantly criticized or threatened in some way. Then they spend their money primarily on stress relief to compensate for the rigor their job creates. These people end up in a constant cycle of stress generation and stress relief while failing to actually build much wealth. Ego cycles. Some people work in environments where they feel powerless, insignificant, or useless. These people then take out their insecurity by spending their money on superficial status symbols. They earn their money through insecurity and then they spend their money on quelling their insecurities, thus never actually building wealth. And pain cycles. 
Other people actually hurt themselves to make a living. It may be physically, like professional wrestling or sword swallowing, or it may be emotionally or psychologically, like work, demeaning jobs, abusive bosses, or coworkers. These people then spend their money on pain relief, alcohol, drugs, and other diversions. True wealth occurs when the way we spend our money is not simply compensating for how we earn it. Wealth occurs when the way we earn money and the way we spend money are aligned with one another. When our money is earned through a positive experience and spent on other positive experiences. People who fall into these experience cycles with their money soon become slaves to earning a buck. They begin to see money as the singular purpose of their life. It becomes the whole of their motivation. Once this happens, you no longer own your money. Your money owns you. It's not the currency you are, and money will spend you as long as it can until either you stop it or you die. The way to short-circuit these cycles, the way to escape the endless chase for another buck And the way to create genuine wealth is to stop using money as your metric for success. Just as there are many definitions for value, there are many definitions for success as well. Money is often a means toward success, but it's rarely success itself. The real value of money emerges when we leverage it as a tool towards our success rather than making it success itself when we channel it towards the experiences and values that we find more important, when we use it to build an innovative business, when it fuels our creativity or infuses our community, when it supports our family or shares love with our friends or adds to our personal health and satisfaction. The real value of money begins when we look beyond it and see ourselves as better, as more valuable than it is. When it's not about the accumulation of stuff, but rather the enactment of experiences. When it's not about the mug, but rather the coffee that's in it. You just listened to the post titled The Real Value of Money by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college? I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. 
It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. This post reminds me of one of my favorite quotes about money from Ayn Rand. She says, quote, money is only a tool. It'll take you wherever you wish, but it won't replace you as the driver, end quote. It makes me think of money as a hammer. Acquiring the hammer and deciding on which features you want the hammer to have, how heavy it is, where you'll store it, etc., is far less interesting than deciding on what you're going to build with that hammer. Even if it's the fanciest hammer in the world, it's not worth much if it's just sitting in a toolbox not creating anything. On this show, we talk so much about how to make money, where to put it, and how to manage it. But let's not lose sight of the fact that this incredible tool of money is worthless unless you use it to skillfully build something. I've come to learn that money is only as valuable as your clarity on how you will use it and your comfort level of how much is enough. And I loved this quote from today's post. True wealth occurs when the way we spend our money is not simply compensating for how we earn it. Imagine how much more money you'd have to create what you want to see in your life and the world if you didn't need to spend it on relieving stress, quelling insecurities, and distracting yourself from pain. And while aligning your earning and spending with your values probably won't happen overnight, in my experience, it's a worthwhile ideal to work towards. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.